Always two there are. A master. And an apprentice. One to embody power. And one to crave it. I'm the master, Dan. And I'm the apprentice, Jake. And this week, it's more Clone Wars. More Clone Wars. Uh, for the last time for a while, though. Um, <sighs> it's a shame. Uh, we're going to cover it all eventually. Yeah. But uh, this arc is not really an arc. Oh, but it's good. But you can put it together as an arc because it all kind of yeah. weaves together. Um, got a lot of stuff on all of these. You know, I, I just took a new approach, and I didn't take as many notes, and I tried to absorb more. Absorb it? Yeah, absorb it more. I actually got some questions down on some of these, too. Oh, I also have a lot of questions. Well, I, so, most of my notes are questions for gotcha. you. See, my questions aren't questions about canon, because I know. Right. But they're hypotheticals like what-ifs. Okay, you know? okay. But uh, this one, uh, I think an appropriate title for this arc would be Darth Maul Returns, wouldn't you, wouldn't you say? Wow, we're just gonna put it out yeah, there right now. as well. I mean, uh, yeah. That's oh, spoiler alert! By the way, Darth Maul is alive. If <laughs> you didn't know, yes, he is. We told uh, a guy at my work about uh, Darth Maul being alive, and he doesn't give like, he doesn't. He's not a big Star Wars man. Yeah. And he goes, "Wait, what? He got cut in half." <laughs> my dad doesn't believe it either. So <laughs> yeah, he's like, "No, there's no way. He's he's no. dead." And I'm like. You believe in legends, and you think it's still canon, but you don't know that Darth, yeah. Darth Maul's alive? Come on, man. Sorry, Dad. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know this was uh, shit on your parents. No, no, it's not. No. All right, let's restart. No. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, let's jump in. First yeah, let's episode. Jump right in. Massacre. A very good name. Yeah. Really explains this episode. And, uh... There's some stuff that happens prior to the episode that you should probably watch going into this. Right. But if you do, it's like a 17-part arc, so... Oh, my God. We just did the, these four. But it kind of gives you the feel. Uh, Asajj was betrayed by Dooku and her own assassin, mm-hmm. uh, who also betrayed Dooku. Right. So Very s- weird. So, Asajj recruited Savage. Savage. And, and then Savage so- and Dooku betrayed Asajj. And then Savage betrayed <laughs> Dooku. Okay, okay. So there's a lot of betraying going on. A lot of betrayal. I mean, they are the bad guys, so... But that's what you need to know, and Dooku is dead set on hunting down Asajj. Asajj. And eliminating her, and he says... He assigns Grievous the task of doing so. Yes, he's like, I'm not afraid of those witches yeah. and their illusions. And this is something that I think is going to be cool for you, getting introduced to the Night Sisters. Yeah, I just have a question. Yeah. Night Sisters of Dathomir. When the fuck? Where are these people come from? Dathomir. Well, yeah, Dathomir. <laughs> yeah, they've been around forever. I mean, right? Is this they the first are... time? It's not the first time we've seen them. Okay. I mean, they were introduced in Clone Wars, right? But right. They've appeared earlier in the series. Um, so Asajj goes to Dathomir. Okay. And uh, she takes solace in, in the Night Sisters and Mother Talzin. And the Night Sisters, what they are basically, they're beings that manipulate the Force and use it as magic. So it is Force. It is the Force. I was, I was wondering because I was like, is this another way of using the Force? Is this actual magic that I don't know what the hell it is? Yeah, it's, it's basically sorcery. It's Force right. sorcery. But it seems like in some ways more powerful, like she's able to control Dooku's yeah. body in some places. So maybe it's just a different, I mean, it's a more central, centralized yeah. way of the Force. Another thing, you know, Dathomir is the home of all these people. This world is fucking terrifying. 
It is terrifying. There's fucking nutsacks hanging from trees yeah, everywhere. Which I think we figure out what they you, are. Right in, a, in Jedi Fallen Order is actually one of the planets you go to. Oh, okay. And they let you go to it pretty soon in the story, even mm-hmm. before you have to. And if you go before you have to, you get fucked. Because <laughs> you're just not powerful Jeez. enough to handle. Oh so, uh, are you, Do you fight some of the uh, Night Sisters? Well... Well, I don't spoil it. We'll play the game later. Well, so. we'll get into it later in here because yeah. I have okay. some stuff. There's some okay. stuff in here that ties into Fallen Order. Okay. Um, so. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Um, are all the sisters the same race? Is everyone? Yes. Okay, they are. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, all, not, they're not the same as the Zabraks. Or they, I think they are. I think that's a kind of Zabrak. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I'm not for sure. Gotcha. Not. Um. So, Ventress takes solace in in the Night Sisters, and yes. she is actually. Uh, becomes a night sister in this ritual she is given the she's uh, baptized she's basically baptized yeah. yeah she's force baptized she's yeah and given a hood and given a hood mm-hmm. and uh and right after she gets baptized they're like having this campfire and fucking Grievous shows up and fucks everything up yep. which is the theme for a lot of the episodes we do is Grievous just shows up with yep. an army yep Grievous shows up as an idiot that he is and he's like Doo! That's when I, uh, and then, you know, this big battle happens, and that's mm-hmm. when I just wrote down, Mother Talzin is crazy powerful, because she just takes up all this, like, magic energy and shoots, like, green lightning. Yeah! She's crazy. Which, actually, in the, uh, Son of Dathomir comics, uh-huh. we see that Palpatine wants her dead because he's kind of afraid of her. I would be very afraid Palpatine, of Palpatine, the most powerful Sith in the galaxy, is kind of afraid of this, this witch. I mean, she... We'll get into this more later, but she created Savage, essentially. Yeah. And there, everyone is afraid of him because he is that powerful. Yeah. Um, but uh, little note here: we do see energy bows. Um, yeah. I thought that was really cool because we also see it in Rise of Skywalker, and I think primitive weapons in a sophisticated age is still really cool. They are also in Fallen Order because they go to Dathomir, and that's oh, right, what right, the right. Uh, the Zabrax use. Okay. A lot of them. Um, yeah, I, I wrote this down just because I thought it was funny mm-hmm. that they're going on a literal witch hunt for Ventress. Oh my god. It's a literal witch hunt. With a defoliator. Yeah. That defoliator, man. Holy shit. <laughs> like a little mini Death Star. Yeah. Um, but uh, Talzin, she's, she, she needs to find uh, Dooku is what she says. She needs to deal with Dooku. Deal with Dooku, yeah. And so she, she goes to Daka, who is the oldest mm-hmm. and wisest of the, uh, the Night Sisters. And Daka resurrects dead. I mean, she doesn't bring him back to, like, living beings. Well, but she, she makes undead. She brings up zombies, basically. Right. So, I, I, what am I trying to say here? So, I guess we see the zombies hatch, basically, yeah. out of these tattered eggs. So, are the red eggs unborn night sisters? Maybe. That's That was the only thing yeah. I, could, I could think. And then... When they're dead, they get re-encased in this tattered clothing so they can be resurrected to fight yeah. later on. And you got to think all these dead ones well, I mean, they're probably going to just be resurrected again. I mean, you can't really kill them for good unless you cut their heads off. And let's remember, this this is a show that aired on Cartoon Network. Yes. With a target audience of about 10 to 15 years old. This was definitely a... Uh, uh, this is a dark... Dark. Dark series of episodes. It is. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we got some resurrected people. Mm-hmm. 
um, the defoliator blowing up half the landscape. Mm-hmm. And then Towson somehow, uh, from some deal she made with Dooku, has a lock of his hair. Yeah. Which is never good to give a witch a lock of your hair. Nope. I don't care what you were trying to accomplish. I don't care if you wanted power, if you wanted skill. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't do that shit. And she makes a voodoo doll, basically. Yeah. Uh, actually, what I wrote down here is, uh, uh, where did I write it down? Whatever, I remember it. She made a voodoo doll. It's two puns in one episode. Alright, well... And, uh, she, she, yeah. she's basically torturing him from yeah. across the galaxy. She made this wax doll, and it's weird, like, because he's, like, gets boils and stuff. Yeah. And he's, like, almost like, I guess the cauldron or the fire is blistering his skin as she's torturing him. That's some powerful magic. That's some powerful, like, I'm gonna be honest, other than, I think, what was it, Vader? We saw him choke across the galaxy once. Yeah. I haven't seen cross galaxy. Well. I haven't. Well, and then you Snoke's, might have. Snoke's manipulation. And it's stuff like that, unconfirmed. But. Like, I believe Palpatine was draining Padme's life essence oh, when she died. That's, that's not canon or anything. Right, right. That's just, I think it because happened. Because why, why would someone just die? You don't die just give up It doesn't life. happen. Yeah. Uh. That's not medical. Okay, but yeah, this is really powerful shit. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's it's definitely it's crazy. Um, and then we we get Ventress facing off with Grievous, and you know she does pretty good. Honestly, she she wins this fight really. Yeah, I mean, um, cuts his arm off. Yeah, Grievous Grievous only gets the upper hand because uh you know that they're fighting solo, mm-hmm. and then when he starts getting his ass beat, he's like, "Droids, kill her!" Yeah, he's a little bitch. He yeah. really is. He had no chance really beating her, but he thought maybe, I guess, if he flung his lightsabers around a couple more times... Here's the thing. Ventress has the Force. Mm -hmm. She's not just some guy who was taught how to twirl around some lightsabers. Yeah, in circles. That's that's what Grievous is. Walk forward. To be fair, Grievous has killed some Jedi. We know that, but I mean, still. You know, they made... They just made him out in this, this version of him just to be kind of lame. There are some episodes where he's, like, right. there's, there's a horror episode with him in it where he's basically yeah. hunting down uh, Jedi. It sounds terrifying. You told me about is. it before. Um, but yeah, Ventress is uh, about to be killed and she's saved by uh, the fucking Talzin's shit, you know? And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's it. She just runs off. <laughs> yeah, she, like, runs off and then sees Mother Talzin again. Well, okay, well, I guess... Joan Grievous smashes into... Well, yeah, uh... Dooku calls Grievous, and yeah. he's like, Hey, I'm being tortured. Yeah. You wanna go kill Talzin? And Duke, and uh, Grievous is like, Okay, everyone, let's go kill Talzin instead. Mm-hmm. Forget about Asajj, and she's running off. And, uh... Dooku's just going through killing all these... Like, he's fucking murdering everybody. Grievous is. Yeah, is. Grievous. Not Dooku. Yeah, like... Um, just... He comes in, he kills Daka, the oldest, and, uh... Yeah, I was like, holy shit, this is a kid show? Yeah. Well, teen show, but still, I mean, it's pretty gruesome. He finds Towson, but she, uh, uses her magic to just leave. (laughs) She's like, bye! Yeah, I was, I was confused at what happened, because I think I was taking a note when this happened, so I didn't see her leave, I thought she died. No, she kind of used her misty powers. she did, okay. And then, uh, you know, Dooku was released from his bond. Yes. And then Talzin appears to Asajj as she's running off and just basically like, hey, you're on your own now, so get out of here. Yep, and Asajj is like, 
What the f what? Yeah. Are you serious? And then we see a vulnerable side of Asajj here, which is something we have never seen. Well, the next episode I think is really a a change of pace for Asajj. Yeah. And so that's what we'll get into next, which okay. is Bounty. Uh, the Night Sisters are completely wiped out. They're gone. Yeah. Whole people are dead except Towson, and we find out in Jedi Fallen Order a lone Night Sister that survived named Mirren. Okay. Who was just a child during the attack. What? Yeah. So, yeah, huh. play Fallen Order. Um, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, Asajj goes to Tatooine. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is Tatooine. And Hell yeah. Either she's not in Mos Eisley, or they changed up the band. Or, the, I mean, this was before, so maybe they not, haven't hired the Jizz Whalers yet. Right, well, they have they have one guy that looks like... Well, he's the race. Right, he's yeah. the same race, but... Maybe that's Finger and Dan when he's, like, just starting out in the yeah, music business. He hasn't, he's got, this, he hasn't uh, moved up yet. He's with that girl. Yeah. But she goes to Tatooine, and uh, even in space, there's some creepy dudes, because this dude just comes up, and he's like, Hey... Hey, you bald... You hey, bald... <laughs> yeah, hey, you sexy bald lady. And I'm like, what the... What, what are you talking about, dude? But, I mean, Ventress ain't taking no shit. She just stabs him. Yeah, like, in everyone in the in the bar is just like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. They just know. They're just like, yeah, death happens. But then we see there's some there's somebody in the back looking at Asajj. I spotted him early. And then fucking we see Bosk. Bosk Dude. is there. Bosk! I was so excited whenever Bosk came on the screen. And it only gets better from here. Bosk is, is old, too, dude. He's got to be old, because we see him in Empire basically looking the same. Yeah. I so. mean, I don't know. I, I, you know, lizard folk, they live longer, I guess. Yeah, this might be his early on in his yeah, life. Who knows? Yeah, But uh, Bosk is like, that's pretty impressive, but you killed one of our dudes. Mm -hmm. So uh, you're going to have to join our crew. We're going to turn you in. And he's like, she's like, okay. And this woman, we've never seen her before, right? We no. See her I, after. I can't remember her name. Yeah. yeah. Um. She's but she's, all, she's also in the bounty hunter group. Right. And cool, really cool weapons. Yeah. I have to say. Um, so she agrees and they leave and they meet some more of the team and uh, Dengar shows yeah, up. Yeah, I was like, oh, so shit, it's Dengar! Just, it's all the greatest hits of bounty hunters except uh, Forlom. He doesn't get in there. But uh, That in uh, IG-88. IG-88. That was the yeah. only other one I was like, they're missing. And then like, all right, let's go meet our boss. And they show up and it's fucking like 14-year-old yeah, Boba Fett. I was, dude, there were so many things that melted my brain in this. Episode. At the very beginning, I was like, are you fucking kidding and me? And I love that even at 14, he's the, like the boss of this group. He's, yeah. He's already a badass. Yeah, he's a, he, he can kick anyone's ass and he'll let you know about it. Yeah. And so basically, they're like, all right, I guess we got to run with this new girl. Yeah. And they have to protect the cargo and deliver it to this dude. That's really all their mission is. It's on yeah, a train. Yeah, this nasty warlord dude. Yeah. Um, and they're like, all right, seems close enough. Um, I just wanted a little note here. Space elevators, they are our future. So yeah. get ready to see those in our skies left and right when Elon Musk puts them up there. All right. But I just thought it was cool. I like, is um, Elon Musk a Star Wars fan? He has to be, right? <laughs> he's on Reddit. Of course he is. No. <laughs> Maybe he's listening. If he yeah, is. Yeah, he's listening. If I he know, is, hi, Elon Musk. I know he's listening. Give us a shout-out sometimes. Um, but but there's the there's these marauders that have been yes. causing them trouble. And they're like, we got to stop the marauders from mm -hmm. coming, which, I mean, all right. Sure, you couldn't kill some rebels? I yeah. Mean, that mm -hmm. was my thought. And uh, they're like, all right, whatever, and they leave, and then mm -hmm. they all have their assignments. and She's in the back with Dengar, um, Bosk and Boba in the middle, yeah. and then the badass robot guy. Yeah. 
Not IG88. What was his name? I can't remember. Yeah, I, I knew both of their names when I watched it, but now I'm like, I don't remember. Yeah. But he was a badass. So he's up front with the girl. Yes. And uh, the Marauders attack. It's a shock. Right. And Boba puts on a helmet. It's not the helmet. Right. It's kind of a precursor to what he's doing later. He's just, right now, he's just being a wannabe. He's trying to find his identity as a bounty hunter. Right. And he hasn't he hasn't killed a Mandalorian and stolen the armor yet. Exactly. Um, and uh, Dengar actually kicks some ass. He's, like, attaching, like, fucking thermal detonators to people, rolling out of the way, and he, he kicks he, a little bit of ass, ass before he gets thrown off the train. Yeah. He got thrown off the train, and Asajj, she waited way too long to take out her lightsabers, I'm just saying. Dude, this is one of my biggest problems with this episode. Fucking Asajj not only has a lightsaber, so she should just cut through all these people. I know what you're going to say. But she has the force. Not, she barely uses the force, and it's at, the, like, the end. I know. Like, I'm like, so, uh, Guess what? Push him off the fucking train. Yeah. <laughs> she could have easily just taken just out all these people. Force push this way, force push that way. Um, She didn't, but she should have. Yes. Then Bosky falls off the train like a bitch. I mean, he didn't do anything this whole fight. I know. Uh, and then we see his arms stretch out as yeah. he gets out of the train and yell. And Basically, that's... everyone falls off the train except Asajj and Boba because mm-hmm. they're the only competent people, apparently. Uh, yes. Everyone else is too young. Even I mean, Boba's too young and he's more competent than half yeah. these people. And, uh, well, to be fair, they are fighting like the leader guy. Um, what was his name? Is it just a group of marauders, though? Fair enough, fair enough. He um, was really, really badass. So. But, uh, you know, him and Boba kind of have a one-on-one, and Boba's doing pretty well until they knock over the cargo, and it's it's a it's a girl, uh-huh. like a teenage girl. And Boba's like, oh, I'll protect you, and she's like, ew, no, <laughs> and he gets yeah. knocked out. And then Asajj comes, and she's like, hey, that girl's my bounty, whatever, and they fight, and Asajj just kicks his ass. <laughs> she just hands it to him, and uh, that's pretty much it. They tie him up. They're like, we're going to deliver him. Yep. And Asajj... Uh, she made Yeah. Asajj has her moment where the girl is like telling her, oh, you don't understand what, what we're going through. Being ripped away from your family. But Asajj absolutely understands. She's had an awful history of being ripped away from her family and then being betrayed. And yes. So she understands better than anybody what this girl is going through. It's her whole life, basically. So, but she still says, yeah, you are just a price tag to and me. She's like, I don't give a shit. And uh, her and Boba get in an argument about the pay, and uh, to which we don't know what happens afterwards. Ventress just delivers the cargo mm-hmm. and leaves. To this nasty, this nasty dude's bitch. like my bride. Oh, it was disgusting. <laughs> and he opens the cargo and it's Boba. What, what if they actually went through with the uh, the wedding? <laughs> um, <laughs> oh well. All right. But I did, I did want to pose a question here. This is one of my what-ifs. Mm-hmm. Because Asajj obviously bested Boba here. Uh, if this is Boba Fett in his prime, does Asajj still best him? No. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I agree, but I just wanted to simple. see your thoughts. No, uh, Asajj beat Boba at this time because he's a 14-year-old kid. <laughs> and she's a lightsaber, lightsaber-wielding force user. Well, I mean, in the Legends, uh, in his prime, Boba Fett did defeat Darth Vader. So, I mean, if you take that into account, that's pretty impressive. I believe that could happen, so. I, I mean, mean, Boba Fett. The situation, you know? Yeah, if he had prep time, oh, yeah. I believe he could do whatever he wanted. Well, in the comic, he, he fights Vader and Mustafar, and he mm-hmm. puts on a fucking lightsaber. 
He's like ready. He pulled out a green lightsaber oh and started God. fighting him. Uh, but he totally kicks Vader's ass. That's, that's why awesome. Vader respects him so much. Uh, that's oh. not canon though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in canon, Boba Fett uh, does is the one who finds out Luke's last name. He's the one that tells Vader that Luke is a Skywalker. Oh. Interesting. So, Interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Boba in his prime would totally mop four with Asajj. Um, right. But uh, Ventress lets the two go for a little bit of cash. You know, she's like, she's she's very smart. Um, because like, so she's made a lot of enemies here, like a lot of enemies, yeah. real quick. She's obviously smart and has a heart. Like yeah. you can tell. You this can, is where you know she isn't pure evil. She's right. She's kind of finding her way. And, sure, she forced them to pay her, but yeah. she, she could have just and she took still all went back to the other bounty hunters and gave them their share. Yeah, and said, "Make sure Boba gets his." You know, she knows he won't. But I mean, that's pretty admirable. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's, I mean, she's she's kind of going through a change in her character. Yeah, it's weird to see Asajj. So I said before we uh, started covering Clone Wars how Asajj had like a, a nice arc throughout the series. Obviously, we will not see her in the new season, probably, because there's a book that covers the end of her story. Oh, which no. Which I won't spoil. Oh, what? But, uh, because we might cover it. I think I'm reading books. You better. Yeah. Uh, it's called Dark Disciple, and it's a story about her and Quinlan Voss, a Jedi. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And so that's the end of that episode, which takes us into Brothers. So right here, um, this is the first time I noticed the red logo. I wrote down the same thing. Okay, first. okay, cool, cool. Uh, shoots across the screen, you're like, that's not, that's not Star Wars yeah. yellow or gold, whatever it is. It's red. And the tagline started with, a fallen enemy may rise again. Which gives you a hint at what's happening. Yeah. And then the opening. You don't already know. The opening states Savage Opress is searching for his brother, Maul. But Jake, I thought Maul was dead. Well. He got cut in half and fell down a chute. Yeah, but Talzin, the sorcerer, says he's not. So, that's the only thing. That's the only thing keeping Savage Opress going is, oh no, he's not dead. And he's like, oh, must find him. Well, we open and Savage is just terrorizing this diner. He's like choking the life out of some some girl. Yeah. Um. Really, just evil. He's a monster. And uh, I mean, also, he's voiced by Clancy Brown. Do you happen to know who that is? Nobody sounded very familiar. You have heard him in a very popular television show before. Hmm. Not to tell me. He plays a character who's obsessed with money. He is not. He is Mr. Krabs. Oh Mr. Krabs my God. is the brother of Darth Maul. <laughs> that is insane. <laughs> I can't believe it. He's absolutely Mr. Krabs. Which I thought was kind of funny. That is really funny. And we cut back to Ventrum. She's in one scene in this whole thing. Well, in this episode. Yeah, I thought she was going to be in more of it, but... And she's at a diner with that bounty hunter chick from the last episode. Yep. And she's, like, really on edge. The door opens. She, like, freaks out. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all I have to say about it. Yeah, it's all, you know, at the very beginning of this... They're planting the seeds for um, the next episode. Right. At the very beginning of this, Count Dooku actually says he thinks something sinister is coming. And Anakin says the same thing once he gets to the diner. Yeah. Which we never see Anakin again, so it's weird that he, they kind of just went... With Anakin They're planting the seeds for the next season. Okay, okay, I see what you're saying. Because Maul's going to become a central figure okay. moving forward. But it was definitely... I need I need more backstory on Savage, because 
I didn't know too much about him. Like, I knew he existed. Yeah. But why him and Darth Maul are both just... They're just hateful assholes. And who are the Dark Brothers? Like, there's so many questions I have. But Night Brothers, not Dark Brothers. Night Brothers. Kind of like Night Sisters. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, but yeah, they're... Uh, uh, Savage is looking around. He's finding this dust on a bunch of cargo. Yeah. So he sneaks onto the cargo ship and asks, where'd this come from? And they said, Lotho Miner in the junk fields. And so he makes this guy take him there. Poor trash guy, dude. Yeah, he's Poor trying to do his guy. job. And that's when Anakin and Soko find the uh, mm-hmm. the diner. They're just trying to get something to eat, and they're like, oh, fuck, we ran in on something. They always do. Anakin actually meditates. We actually see him using some sort of Jedi... Uh, power prowess which is weird and he he says uh, he senses something familiar mm-hmm. that'd be pretty damn familiar because you saw this dude once when you were like nine yeah <laughs> but he says he senses something familiar but he can still sense the force energy yeah and you probably never forget a sinister force energy like that yeah because he can't sense it from Palpatine so um. also why do all the diners in Star Wars look like the 50s yeah, because like we saw... Like, futuristic 50s. Yeah, we saw the one that Obi-Wan went to. Yeah, in episode 2. In episode 2, and now this one. Yeah, it's like, just, are all diners meant to look like... Like, I feel like Marty McFly's about to go in and meet his dad, you know? Yeah, this one was... That, that is a good point. I, I haven't noticed yeah. that. Huh. I mean, George Lucas, I mean, I guess he grew up in that time period. Right. Like, Other than, like, the cantinas, that they were a little more... Yeah, well, those are meant to be bars, you know? Right. Interesting. And there's some... Uh, Savage is, uh, wearing, like, this talisman that's kind of, like, supposed to help him locate Maul. Yes. And, uh, it goes out when they, uh, land. And he's like, well, fuck this. Yeah, he's like, He's, like, very upset. (sighs) And then this talking snake comes out of nowhere. I thought I was watching the Jungle Book. I was very interested by the snake. I thought he was an interesting character. Kind of funny. But that's about it. I didn't care for him. Not a fan? No, I'm not not a fan. fan. I'm not a fan of talking animals on Star Wars. Mm. Okay, fair enough. It is a little misplaced. It's It feels out of place, very much so. Because we don't see, I mean, not even Wookiees can talk, so... I was waiting for him to break out into song and dance, obviously. <laughs> oh my god. Well, this is before Disney took over, or it they is. might have. Well, season 8, man. <laughs> oh my god. Or season 7, it's not season 8. Uh, um, but, uh, just talking Snake, and Savage is not a fan. Yeah. Much like me, he's like, why are you talking? This is Star Wars. <laughs> and, uh... I don't have time for you. This is where I realized Savage isn't very in tune with the Force. I mean, he's got a lot of brute power, but... Right. With how much hate and anger and misery is radiating from Maul, he should be able to sense him. Yeah, because, like, that's what I was wondering. I was like, why didn't he just sense his Force energy? Because, Because, I mean, we see Obi-Wan and Anakin and Yoda are all... Granted, they're very powerful, but they're sensing him from across the galaxy. Yeah, like, probably a fragment of his energy... And they can tell that as Savage gets closer to Maul, Maul starts to get more and more powerful. Yeah. So they can see that, but Savage can't tell at all. Yeah, he's like 20 feet away from the dude and you're not sensing it. At one point he's even like, oh, she lied to me, you know, and it's like... He's a force, he's a lightsaber wielder and maybe like a force pusher. That's about it, though. He's not very attuned to the force. No. Um, but, uh... We see this insane, like, incineration robot thing that they called oh, fire breathers. The fire breathers, yes. That that made me ask, someone's paying for this, someone's putting this shit here. I'm assuming this entire planet is a junk field. 
Who decided this planet was the junk field? Who's running it? Who's paying for it? Is it coming out of taxes? The separatists aren't paying taxes, so you know, no. I mean, what's going on? Well, maybe um, this was like a planet where like some people, the junkers lived already. Yeah. And they were like, you know what? Fuck these guys. Yes, yeah, basically. <laughs> fuck these guys. And they just started dumping everything on this planet. They're like, this is a really centralized location. We can just dump all our shit here. Star Wars and some, they always go back to these junk planets. Because they do it in Force Unleashed as well. It's like the second mission you go to a junk planet. Okay. Is, are, are they trying to like tell us not to pollute our planet? Is that the message that... Maybe that's what happened. That is that, like, they just polluted their own planet. Oh, and so everyone was like, so, fuck it. Yeah, they were like, well, since it's already polluted... Like, you gotta think, like, why does... Um, go to Thor Ragnarok? Why is that planet the junk planet? Well, well that one, because it has a bunch of... So portals. basically what I'm getting from this is, we can't inhabit, like, Jupiter, so why don't we just go dump all our trash there? Because... Okay, I'll tell you why. Because we it would our, take forever to get there. It's true, but... If we dump our trash there, it'll go into the center, get compacted, and eventually that'll compact so much it'll probably fucking make a d- black hole. Uh, you know what? I think that's future Earth's problem. Though. Okay, okay, it's not our Earth's true. problem. It's not us. It's not uh, us. I'm not for dumping trash on other planets. No, no. But if we Unless could just somehow <laughs> toss them into a sun, you know? Oh my God! Instant incineration. A sun exists. Yeah. yeah. Probably a lot more out there, just not near us. Well, there's a lot out there, yes. <laughs> huh. All right. Anyway, let's go back to the let's go back to the space talk episode. with uh, Dan and Jake. Um. So, uh, we find these junkers that are living yeah. here, and they're like, ah, they're pretty weird. Yeah, they're weird. Stuff. They have, they have uh, robotic limbs. They're what I wrote down about them is that they are low class Tuscan Raiders. <laughs> That's what they looked like. They looked like to me high class Jawas. So we're we're kinda, we're kinda on the on the same uh, mindset there. Okay. High class Jawas. So they're just tall? Yeah, basically. They were they're tall and they have like mechanism. Not that you're low class if you're short. I'm not trying to imply oh. that. I'm not trying to imply that. I see what it is. I'm just saying. You're attacking CJ now, aren't you? No. I'm attacking Devin. He doesn't there, listen to this. There we go, there we go. Uh I lost my place in my notes. Oh, uh, you see the junkers. Savage. Oh yeah. Is ruthless. He just fucking murdering all these uh these junkers. It's kind of badass. Pretty easily. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. They had no chance. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know what they thought they were gonna do to this man that just walked in with horns on his head, but probably not kill him. It's moments like this where it's like this is a really dark set of episodes. You're already stabbing and murdering people. Might as well go all the way with it. Yeah, you might as well just kill innocent bystanders. Like, like I would love if they like. I'm gonna use The Witcher as an example. Mm-hmm. They pulled a move like in The Witcher, he just stabs a dude in the face mm-hmm. and then pulls the sword through. You see that with a lightsaber? It'd be gruesome, and it's a kids' network. Mm. But I mean, we got witches and dark arts. You might as well. Yeah, you already like massacred an entire planet. Imagine if they did that in Rebels, which was on Disney XD. Just oh my cut god, through a dude's skull. Very different show. They would barely is. even show people blowing up in that show. Yeah, but uh, very different show. I want to do that. <laughs> I'm going to make an edit of it. All right, there we go. We're going to make it. Uh, yeah, Savage is just killing all these people, and they continue on their journey. And this is the point where I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this planet? Because there's acid rain as well. Okay, so acid rain, the reason that exists is because pollution. The pollution rises into the atmosphere, and when it rains, it mixes 
and that's why it's acid rain. Okay. We, ha- we have it here as well. I know we have it on Earth, but right. it's not like... It's it not happen- as it's bad. It doesn't happen all the time. Right. Uh, it's really bad in, like, uh, China and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. But it, like... <laughs> Don't say it like that! I'm just saying. Uh, but it it can't eat away. But that is, like, some intense acid rain to be able to, like, start melting skin. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know... If- you know, I don't know the science behind it here, so I don't know exactly how powerful I've never it been is. in acid rain, so I, I can't it, attest that. I know it can dissolve limestone, but that's about it. But that takes a long, long time. Sadly for me, my skin is completely 100% limestone, so... Oh, I knew it! I can't go out in acid rain. I was about to say that's why you're so hard, but uh, <laughs> I can't say that back there. Oh, Lord. Podcast getting canceled. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to make it halfway where, through the movies. Yeah, where did... Uh, where did we leave off? Acid rain. Acid rain. That's right. Uh, they, they go into this hut, and then all of a sudden, Savash is like, he's here. Because the talisman turns back on. And then it turns back and off. And then it turns right back off. And he's like, you lied, talisman. <laughs> and that's when the snake turns on him, drops like, him down the chute. He's like, you're not the only one who lied. And then, yeah. Yeah, drops him down this little tunnel. He's in, like, this trash cave. Yeah. Which is, that's an insane amount of trash to have caves well, yeah. Well, I think I think maybe this is just normal cave with trash in the cave. You know what would have been great if they did like a wide shot of the trash planet, and all of a sudden you see the little Wally coming across. Disney, some trash. make it happen. Come on. <laughs> Best Pixar movie. Anyway, moving on. Um. So we see the spider. There's this mech like man, mechanical spider thing behind him, kind of stalking yeah. Savage, and you're like, well, I wonder what that is. Kind of spoiled the surprise. I already knew who it was. But oh, by the way, it's Maul. Yeah. Oh, uh, he's alive. <laughs> and uh, but he's broken. He like, is, he is Joker not... insane or worse. Yeah, he's worse. Uh, he is not. I mean, what what kind of miserable existence has he been living for like fifteen years at this point? You know. I mean, could you imagine getting cut in half, turned into a spider, and having to <laughs> live like that? Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, it would yeah. be pretty cool. But he, I mean, he's just completely broken. Yeah. And, uh, Maul is voiced by Sam Witwer. Yes. Who also plays as uh, Star Killer in the Force Unleashed games. Yes. And he also voiced the Emperor in the Force Unleashed games and Rebels. Oh. Um, he's been in a lot of stuff outside of Star Wars, like uh, Supergirl, Smallville. Sam Witwer is just a badass. Sam Witwer is amazing, and I know more about Star Wars than he does. Uh, <laughs> You're a liar, but I'm okay. A liar. I want to play him in, like, in the, the Schmodown. Yeah, that versus, would be really cool. Me versus Sam Witwer. He'll uh, kill me. But. I'll be the host and I'll watch him decimate you. Yeah. I don't think he'd decimate me. Fine. Completely destroy you. Is I, that a better, is that, I think I could get within five points. Eradicate? Is that a better word? It depends on how hard the question is. Wait until we do a trivia episode of this show. And no. It's, and it, no, I won't. I'll oh, host. Okay, and okay. it'll be you versus JB. And JB always beats you. He shouldn't win, but he'll still beat you. He'll still beat you. All right. Um, but yeah, and uh, Savage kills the snake when he shows up. <laughs> and Maul, Maul, there's not a lot he remembers. He's completely broken, but he's reciting parts of the Sith Code. Um, oh, is that what it is? Would the chains be broken? That's oh, part of the Sith Code. okay. And he, he, he keeps saying Jedi, Jedi, gotta get revenge on the Jedi. Yeah. So he obviously, like, his hatred has kept him alive. That That's what it is. It's his thing. anger and hatred. Like, so you could say the Force has kept him alive. But the dark side has way. kept yeah, him Yeah, the dark alive. side has kept him alive. And the ending of this episode, we go to Coruscant. Yoda's meditating. Obi-Wan walks in, and they're like, 
yeah, there's this dark thing I've been sensing. And Yoda's like, oh, yeah, it's someone who killed your master. And Obi-Wan's like, whoa, what? Yeah, some, so for... You know, but out, that's not clouded. I was about to say, I was like, out of nowhere, the future is no longer clouded. Fuck Anakin. Clouded because, Anakin's future is. Oh, that's Maul. Well, maybe because... I mean, Anakin... Maybe the Emperor was clouding it on purpose. Who knows? It's possible. Or Anakin is just... They didn't know. He could have decided to be good or bad. It is, it's, it's, it's plot just, convenience is what it is. It really is. A lot of the time it's, oh, it's clouded. And then it's like, no, it's Maul. You can't explain anything. But we leave the episode on that note where the Sith Lord, Darth Maul, may be alive. <laughs> I wrote it down. When it doesn't come to Anakin, the future's not clouded anymore. Yeah. Oh my God. And that takes us to the last episode, Revenge. Mm-hmm. Um, Maul is taken back to Dathomir to see Mother Talzin. Okay, so back on Dath- Dathomir. So Zabrax are from Dathomir. Yes. This is their home planet. Yes. The Night Sisters are possibly a type of Zabrax. Yes. Okay. All right, I'm still on board. Let's keep going. All right. Uh, Maul now is starting to gain a little bit more memory. He keeps saying Kenobi over and over again. Um, Savage has no idea what that means. Yeah, and he's hiding like a scared animal. Yeah, and uh, Savage discovers the purge on the Night Sisters. He's walking through. He sees all these bodies. He's like, "What the hell happened here?" And he's like, eh, "Don't worry about it." Yeah, we died, but we always survive. Uh, that's where I noticed, like Mother Talzin is talking. She talks like a vampire. She talks like Dracula, like in the 30s movie. She's like, yeah, yeah, I she's, won. Uh, she's Romanian. Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting when it's I... a cool uh, choice. In the first episode, I was like... I just didn't pick you know, up on it. Yeah, Saj doesn't really talk like Nobody that. else does. Yeah. It's just she's her. just super theatric. Yeah. It's not yeah. even her real voice. She just wants to sound like Bela Lugosi. Yes. Um, and she calls Darth Maul the son of Dathomir, which is a comic that comes out a few years later oh, from uh, okay. unused Clone Wars scripts. What is Son of Dathomir? So, uh, basically, uh, there's something that happens later on in Clone Wars with Maul. I don't want to spoil what happens. Okay. And Clone Wars got canceled before they could resolve that storyline. Ah. And so that storyline was made into a series of comics called Son of Dathomir. Uh, Clone Wars is canceled because Disney acquired it? Yeah, Cartoon Network was like, okay, we don't like that. Okay. Um, but now Clone Wars is coming back. Yeah. Right. And so, uh... Talzin starts this ritual. She's like bringing all this mechanical and wiring stuff together to form new robotic legs yeah. from all. This ain't and she welds them onto his body. This ain't sci-fi no more. This is some fantasy shit. Yeah. I mean, it's... She's a mechomancer. Very painful. Like, this is a... Like, again, this is a weird way of using the Force. Not only does she levitate things, but she, like, turns... She, like, transforms them. Yeah. Into full metal legs. It's so cool. And yeah, it's so weird. She restores his memory and his sanity. Yeah. But I mean, like, he's still fucking crazy, but he's not like ripping insane. out these black memories or something. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she's like, it's done. She just disappears. Yeah. Like, okay, good job. And, uh, Savage, go on. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, you had some. Okay, so Darth Maul talks about right after this about how the force is unbalanced. Right? Yeah. How in the fuck okay. How was the force more balanced when he was the apprentice than now? The dark side's vision of balance is different from the light side's vision of balance. Okay. And he knows Dooku is now the apprentice. Okay. Him and Savage are around. 
That's way too many Sith. Okay. Well, and even um, Asajj yeah. knows a little bit of the dark side. So. And he's he's pissed that that was taken from him. Because he should be the apprentice to Sidious. Yeah, he says the most powerful being in the yeah. universe, yeah. But Maul, he, he's back, you know. He, right. He, uh, he's gotten his sanity back. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- he talks about how the hatred kept him alive. Yes. And he actually already knows about the Clone Wars because obviously that was a plan that he was a part of. Right. And he goes, of course, it started without me. And he's very upset. He's been planning this for a long time. And, and he just, he talks about how, you know, I was apprenticed to Sidious. This was all supposed to be mine one day. Mm-hmm. And that was taken from me by Obi-Wan Kenobi. And he is dead set on revenge against Obi-Wan. And this is where I wrote down Maul is just pure evil. Because he really he, is. his plan, they go to this planet, pretty much nowhere, uh, on his supply ship. So all these kids come running and think they're getting supplies and stuff. And Savage is like, what are we doing here? There's no Jedi out here. Yeah. And Maul says, well, if we slaughter all these people, they'll show up. And he slaughters this entire village. It's fucking insane. Uh, and he's, he records it and sends it to Obi-Wan. <laughs> like, if you don't show up, I'm just going to kill more. And he's like, oh, and come along. Oh. Yeah. And they received this recording, and they're still not sure it's Maul. They think it might be some kind of trick. Mm-hmm. But Obi-Wan agrees to go alone because he doesn't want to put any more lives in danger. Yeah. Well, did you know everyone's already dead anyway, so it didn't really matter. Right. Um, so, are Zabrox inherently evil? No. No, just these two just happen to be the most evil beings in the universe? It depends on how you're raised. They were raised by Night Sisters. So Night Sisters are evil. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. For the most part. Or Talzin is evil. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say. Oh my god. Okay. It's hard to, yeah, it's hard to say. Okay, alright. Fair enough, because they're not evil Play Fallen Order. <laughs> It'll give you okay. some insight on Night Sisters. Right. Um... Yeah, Obi-Wan shows up. Well, before he leaves, Mace Windu is very concerned that Obi-Wan's going alone. And uh, Yoda goes, don't worry, he's got like a, maybe an unexpected ally. Right, Yoda's seen episode three already. Yeah. So he knows that Obi-Wan's going to at least survive till then. So when you first heard the unexpected ally line, who did you think of first? Well, I thought it was going to be Asajj. Okay. Because Asajj has been in the last three episodes, so I just assumed... Who did you think? Asajj, please. Oh, okay, okay. (laughs) I mean, I just wanted to make sure you were smart. Yeah, well, you know, I kind of... (laughs) Qui-Gon! That would be unexpected. That would be unexpected. An unexpected ally. Kid Boba! (laughs) That would be unexpected. Sidious, that would have been really unexpected. That's that's true. Anyway, uh, Obi-Wan shows up, Mm. and this village is in tatters, burned to the ground, everyone's dead. Mercy kills a droid. And he comes face-to-face with Maul, and... Maul's talking, and he's like, do I know you? <laughs> dude, I was like, dude, there's no way you forget that face. And that's when Maul goes on the spiel about, I killed your master, blah, 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 and now I'm back for my revenge. Like, it really is you. He go- he gives his Enigma Montoya moment, you know? Yeah. You you cut my legs, prepare to die. And uh, Obi-Wan's like, it is you. <laughs> to be fair, all Zabrax look alike, just different colors, so I mean... That's not racist. It's true. They do look a, like yes. Well, all, yeah, but like all the all male red. Zabrax. Well, yeah, they have different. That's what I'm saying. There's different colors, but I'm sure there's other red Zabrax out there. 
Okay, fair enough. We ne- I don't see very many Zabrax in Star Wars, but there probably is a lot more. Imagine if Chewbacca took his ammo strap off and another Wookiee walked by. You and me fucking... They probably look a lot like, depending on the Wookiee. Some of them have darker fur and I was about stuff, to say, there's variations in the hair. Well, let's say fair a, enough. one the same color, you know. Since I'm not one of their race, you're fair enough. I, I probably wouldn't be able to tell either. Other than this is the only red Zabrak I know. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Everyone's like, it is you. How are these two so powerful? Is the Maul has always been powerful. Yeah, but like... I think... I mean, why are they so much Savage, more powerful than... Savage Ooh. just has a lot of brute strength. He's, He's not very powerful in the force, yeah. Okay. Maul, Maul's fueled by decades of hatred. Well, I mean, he just has very strong connection to the dark yeah. side. So that's why he's so strong. Okay. But, uh, yeah, uh, Ventress, she uh, decides to take a bounty on Savage. Yeah, she's like, don't even try, boys. And then we see her arriving on the planet, so she must be the unexpected ally. No, nah, I don't believe so. I don't think I, I think it's still quite gone. <laughs> As if we're watching it live. And <laughs> we don't know. And so, uh... Obi-Wan's basically just like, I beat you once, what up? Yeah. And then Savage jumps down behind him, he's like, oh. You. And they just kick the shit out of Obi-Wan, take him back to the ship. But right as they're leaving, fucking Ventress jumps on. Then they continue to beat the shit out of him. Yeah, they just, they continue to beat him up. And uh, Obi-Wan gives a a Thanos moment where he was like, when I cut you in half, I should have aimed for the neck. Which is a little dark yeah. for, for Obi Wan, yeah, for a Jedi and for Obi Wan. And Obi Wan, he's just talking so much shit. Like they're beating the hell out of him. He's like, ah, blah, whatever. This you is know? this is his uh, uh, his James Bond moment. Yeah, this is his. Yeah, fuck you guys. I'm gonna survive. The Force <laughs> wills it. <laughs> and uh, you know, that's when uh, let me keep reading. I don't know what I'm oh, doing. Yeah, yeah. It's when Ventress shows up. Yep, Ventress. She says some fucking line. I can't remember what she said. Yeah. Something towards Asajj. And then she pretends to... Oh, and that's when I... That's when... What? Savage. So, savage. There you go. Savage. Yeah. Savage, savage Opress. Um, that's when I realized Savage and Ventress absolutely hate each other. They're both still working with Mother Talzin. Hmm. Well, Ventress isn't. Not anymore. I mean, she left the, him. Or she left her. Yeah, but they're still... I mean... Still, her daughter, in a sense, you know. Okay, fair enough. So it's it's kind of weird. It's like, yeah, Ventress was here last week. I know you hate her, but I was giving her food and making her a part of the clan, you know. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know how to put that. All right. Fair enough. But uh, they chase after Ventress, and she come she circles back around, and she saves Obi Wan. She's like, oh, I guess I'm rescuing you. Yeah, and she's like, here, and he's like. Savage, what the fuck? Or Savage. <laughs> okay, to be fair, these two are very close yeah. together. That's stupid. And uh, she gives him a lightsaber, and we see Obi-Wan with the red fucking lightsaber yeah. as they fight Maul and Savage. And, he, she's and like, it's so weird. Yeah, she's like, I want that back. And he's like, yeah, it's not really my color, yeah. dumbass. It's so weird. There's to see so much red in this and, fight. Uh, it's four red lightsabers. One is a double. Five, technically. Five blades. Five red blades. Yeah, that's true. And it's insane. Uh, Savage loses hers. Yes. Luckily, Obi-Wan steals his back from oh, Asajj. <laughs> okay, I was like... <laughs> it's This episode's yeah. tough on that. He takes his blue saber back, gives Asajj... There you go. ...her red saber so they can fight. 
And now we finally see some color that's not red. And they're just totally outmatched, dude. Totally. Yeah. They have to run away. It, they even say here, he's like, you want to run away? Learned it from you. Yeah, some nice Ventress and Obi-Wan banner. Yeah. Uh, Maul actually insults uh, Obi-Wan by talking about Qui-Gon's death. He's like, oh, I gutted him while you had to watch. And yeah. Obi-Wan gets pissed. Like, he's actually starting to give he, in to some anger. He shows genuine dark side rage here. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. No wonder he's failing as a Jedi at this moment. Like, he's with yeah. his Force abilities. And I will say, what goes on in the future, I don't want to spoil it, because we will obviously cover it. Maul does so much evil stuff. He breaks Obi-Wan as a person in the Clone Wars. Oh God, that's so bad to get a he, wife. He he kills someone that so close to Obi Wan that I mean it it just it kills Obi Wan inside. I know who it is. You don't. I don't. You don't. It's Anakin. Ah! No, but wait, what? No, that's, that's a story for later. Okay. Um, and Ventress and Obi Wan they they get in the cockpit and they uh, detach from the rest of the ship and they yeah. escape. Maul and Savage totally won that fight. Uh, kicked their ass. They kicked their ass. And Maul, who's been... You know, I mean, he wasn't very patient in episode one. He's mm-hmm. preaching it now. He's like, oh, I've been waiting. I can wait a little bit longer. Yeah. And like, uh, he's like, oh... is like, all oh, the Jedi know about us now. They're going to be coming for you. And Maul's like, I'm counting on it. And the episode ends. It was a good ending. Yeah. Um, it was refreshing. These dark fucking episodes. Yeah. After, you know, we've had some good arcs, some dark arcs. So, this was kind of refreshing to have such a dark arc. Like, seeing evil fight evil, and not really seeing much good. No, I mean, Obi-Wan is the only Jedi who fights in the series right. of episodes. Right. He's the only person from the Republic who even fights. We don't see any clones or anybody. Yeah. I mean, and we only see a glimpse of some of the other Jedi, but yeah. they don't do anything. Yeah, no, they're just like, future, clouded, uh. And Everything's like, clouded. I can sense things, and yeah. Ahsoka's like, I'm a Padawan, and, you know. That's so, about. obviously, the reason I chose this arc, uh, the reintroduction of Maul, mm-hmm. is because the central arc of the new season is going to be the Siege of Mandalore, which will end with Asash. Ahsoka versus oh. Maul. It's supposed to be the final battle. Oh. In, uh, which happens concurrently with Revenge of the Sith. That's why Maul and Ahsoka aren't in Revenge of the Sith. Oh, uh, yeah. And so that's what's coming up. What a good Clone reason Wars. to put it in there. Clone Wars is coming on at the 17th. This airs on the 15th. So this is the last Clone Wars we're doing for now. We'll come back and do some more eventually. So in two days. Yeah, in uh, two days. In two days. In two days, days new season of Clone Wars. The final season of Clone Wars. They're going to wrap and it up. And it, it's going to be, do we know how many episodes? I think they said 12. 12? Okay, 12 bad. or 13, so full season. Um, so we'll probably get about three or four arcs. Maybe maybe two or three arcs and just a series of one-offs. Who knows? Yeah. Um, we'll see what happens. But sweet, uh, sweet. So what's next week, Jake? Next week, uh, we are covering Force Unleashed. Um, we're going into the video games, right? No, we're of course not. We're going to episode three. We're going back to the movies, baby. We're watching the worst prequel next week. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, the best of the prequels. I was like, are you fucking shitting me? This has this next one is my favorite uh, saber fight and my favorite uh, theme from the whole series. It, me too. It, it really does. It has your favorite theme? Like favorite uh, song. I thought your favorite song was Duel of the Fates. 
Mm. Battle of Heroes is mine. I really like Duel of the Fates. No, okay, What's yeah. What's your favorite theme, then? No, probably Duel of the Fates. Okay. You're right. I was thinking of another song, but probably Duel of the Fates. I think it might pop up a little in uh, Revenge of the Sith, but it's not, like, used No, yeah, a it's lot. not, like, the same whenever it's yeah. uh, the beginning. Battle of Heroes is the, is the the main fights theme, okay. which is my favorite theme in but all But this Star is my Wars. favorite battle, because it's just fucking awesome. Yeah. And so emotional. Yeah. Also, if you play the Revenge of the Sith video game, there, there's a Revenge of the Sith video game. If you play that, you can choose to play as Anakin or Obi-Wan in the final battle. And if you choose Anakin, uh, you kill Obi-Wan, and the Emperor's like, good, my apprentice, and he gives you a red lightsaber, and you're like, ah, oh, thanks, and you stab the Emperor and kill the Emperor. Holy shit! And Anakin's like, the galaxy belongs to me now. That's awesome! I wish that happened! <laughs> But then we wouldn't have the original trilogy. Fuck the original trilogy! <laughs> well, no, Padme still would have had kids. But I've, Darth Vader wouldn't be in a suit. There's no Emperor. Padme probably would have left him. <laughs> Alright. I want to see this what if. When they make <laughs> Marvel, what if. When they make Marvel, Star Wars what if. Yeah, when they make Star Wars what if, we'll see this happen. I would love that. Uh, there are, they did make a comic series of Infinities back in the day. Okay. Which they took each episode of the original trilogy and mm -hmm. changed something about it. Oh. So, like, for episode four, it was... Uh, they shot the thing in the Death Star, yeah. but it didn't blow up. And it shows you how the war would end that way. Episode five is, what if Luke froze to death? <laughs> and this is how it, it ended that way. Yeah. And episode six, I believe, is... Uh, what is the change in that one? They never rescued Han? No. Oh, Han Solo goes blind. Goes blind. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, that's pretty nice. And then the episode six one, Vader actually survives. And he has, like, a white suit now. And he's like, we're gonna kill the Emperor. <laughs> oh my god. He's gonna look so badass slaughtering people in that white outfit. It's gonna look amazing. Blood all over him. Well, I guess, no. No blood, because it's all cauterized. Cauterized. Well, it depends on the species, because Panababa got his arm cut off and there was blood coming out of that. It's true. So. Or they just didn't, they hadn't decided what lightsabers did yet. Yeah. <laughs> Possible. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. I'm going to go with the species thing. Though. Yeah, species thing for sure. But yeah, that's next week, Revenge of the Sith. And then, uh, so we're going to get back towards the movies. Do we do we have a plan after that, or we're just going to play about a year from now? Uh, the next uh, episode mean, after next week. Oh, well, I think just for now, it's we're going to do movies. We're just going to do movies again? Are yeah. we going uh, to the anthology series? Or? No, we're just going to cover the main... Okay. I mean, the Skywalker Saga first. Okay. We'll eventually cover Rogue One and Solo. Sure. Um, we'll eventually, we'll cover the Ewok Adventures. Uh, eventually, we'll cover the, 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 uh, no, the Holiday no, stop, Special. stop! The Holiday Special is going to I'm ending happen. it! No. I'm calling it right now. Uh, in December, we're going to cover the Holiday Special. I'm telling you right now. I've already watched that once. I don't need to see it again. Yeah, you do. Well, we have to have JB for that one. <laughs> He's not going to agree to it. He has to if it's a podcast. He still won't agree to it. We'll see. All right. Anyway, next week, Revenge of the Sith. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and we'll, we'll be here back next week. Peace out.